Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is the Janine Pirro Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Joining us is a political expert, a good friend, and someone who certainly has a lot to say, I am sure, about the events of this past week. I'd like you to join me in welcoming Lara Trump to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers show. Lara, of course, is the daughter-in-law of former President Donald Trump, and uh, I suspect uh, that she is feeling like I was feeling in this open you know, not only uh, not only upset about what has happened, but sad for America. Laura, why don't you just take it from here and tell us how you feel? Well, thanks so much, Judge. Um, listen, you're right. Sad, uh, dark, depressing. Uh, that's really the only kind of way I can describe. I think what not just I feel, what probably you feel, but I assume what most, you know, freedom-loving Americans feel and we felt last week hearing the news of this indictment, uh, obviously that is, is going to go forward for my father-in-law. Um, you know, this isn't just about prosecuting Donald Trump. This is a persecution of Donald Trump. And the yes. truth is, we all know why this is happening. This has nothing to do with keeping the citizens of New York safe, which is, of course, the job of the district attorney, Alvin Bragg, there. This has nothing to do with following the law because no law has been broken. The truth is these people on the left, in the establishment, the political elite have hated Donald Trump since the day he came down the golden escalator. They've hated him because he's not one of them, because he won't play their game, and because he doesn't need them. He fights not for the lobbyists, not for the special interest groups, solely for the American people. And he exposed so many of them. He exposed what was going on in this country And they will do anything and everything they need to do to prevent him from ever becoming president of the United States again. That is ultimately what this is all about. I think everyone knows it. And and I think the scary thing is, you know, once you cross the line that we crossed this past week, it was a clear demarcation in the history of America. Mm -hmm. We are not the same country we were at our inception. Thanks to Alvin Bragg. Thanks to George Soros. Thanks to the Democrats. We have crossed the line and we can never really come back because once you are able to weaponize the justice system against your political opponents, we are no better than the communist USSR, than Cuba, than North Korea. And that is sadly where I think we find ourselves today. Well, you know, Laura Trump, in addition to the weaponization of of uh, all of these uh, agencies in government, you know, we we are also a third world country. I mean, in New York City. You can't go out at night in most of the areas. I don't care what anyone says because you're not safe. And one of the reasons you're not safe is because the very prosecutor, and I, I resent calling him that because I was a real DA, uh, who, who investigated and decided to bring charges against, uh, the former president is not doing his job. His job right now is to punish victims 
and forgive the criminals. And for him to take on this political role on a case where jurisdictionally uh, he has no jurisdiction of a federal crime, the state crime is already destroyed or defeated by the statute of limitations, uh, he turns himself into a political whore. And that's what is happening in America. When we see a pastor who protests at a uh, abortion center, they bring a SWAT team to his house when he's got seven little kids, and then he is acquitted within hours uh, after the trial. When there are SWAT teams that the FBI is utilizing to go after their political enemies, I don't have to say the names, and yet the FBI is shutting down the social media to make sure that Joe Biden's son's laptop doesn't impact the election of Joe Biden in 2020, where we know subsequent to that, based upon polls, that a lot of people would not have voted for Joe and he might not have he might not have won the election or would not have won the election based upon what people have said. This is not only a sad day, but we and people have used the term cross the Rubicon. I like to say it's the takedown of America. These are crimes not only against a man, they are crimes against America. That's right. And Donald Trump has always said they're not after me. They're not they're they're after you. I'm just in the way. And, you know, it, it's so it's so true what you're saying about the weaponization of these systems, not just against Donald Trump, but against conservatives in general. You're right. People praying outside of an abortion clinic. You get the FBI knocking down your door at five o'clock in the morning. Parents who are concerned about what their kids are learning in school called domestic terrorists. People who were at the Capitol on January 6th who committed no crime locked up in the key thrown away it is absolutely solitary confinement exactly and you're right it is third world country stuff it was joseph stalin's secret police head who said show me the man and i will show you the crime if they want to take you down whether you're donald trump or any freedom loving american their message now is we can do it you better watch out and alvin bragg the way he has let down the people of new york janine Mm -hmm. you know I left New York City with my family because I refuse to raise my children in a crime-ridden cesspool like New York City has become. And it pains me to say that. I lived there for 15 years, and I truly love that city, and I am so sad to see what has happened to it. The fact that his energy, resources, and taxpayer money has gone to this nonsense ought to infuriate every New York City resident. You should be there protesting against Alvin Bragg and telling him, You want your money to go to the real criminal, to the people pushing people in front of subway trains and ransacking Mm -hmm. shops and making New York a miserable place to live. It is absolutely disgusting. Well, you know, but the truth is that whether or not, uh, Laura Trump, whether or not uh, Bragg decides he's going to do the job where he is incapable. And, you know, Laura Trump, what I worry about I worry about, look, when I was a DA, you know, I had assistant DAs, I hired, I trained them. They became great prosecutors, great trial attorneys, and I returned to the courthouse every now and then, and all my, you know, uh, many of my ADAs are now judges. I'm so proud of them. You know, these young ADAs of, of Alvin Bragg are not being taught to be prosecutors. They're being taught to be defense attorneys. Who, as we go forward, is going to protect us? And what the people don't realize that if you don't have a good prosecutor, then businesses go out of business, your home values go down, your children are not safe. But the one person, though, for all of this talk, 
who's paying the price is Donald Trump because he never played their game. One hand washes the other. The Republicans and the Democrats are in agreement. They agree at night to an omnibus budget bill, which is an embarrassment. But now Donald Trump has to go forward. How is he going to do this? Well, you know, I'm actually shocked by, um, I'll use the phrase, the guts he has. I mean, you could say something else, honestly, about this man. I've never seen someone give up so much personally in pursuit of uh, of what he knows is best for this country. I mean, from day one, we know what he gave up. And he said, I'm willing to give it all up to fight for what I know is right and to fight for the future of America. He loves this country and he loves the American people so much. And honestly, I, I give him so much credit because in a moment like this, when he could say, you know what, that's it. I, it's not worth it. I'm not going to go through with all of this. I, I've got to protect myself. He says, you know what? Absolutely not. I will push forward. I will soldier on and I will continue to pursue the White House because it's not about him. It's never been about him. Mm -hmm. It's about America. It's about the people of this country. That is why he fights so much. And that's why he fights so hard. You go back to his Oprah interview in the 80s. He never wanted to ultimately do this. He said, I would only do it if I had to, if I felt there was no other choice. He was there in 2016. He won in 2016. He knew that he had to continue forward. And because 2020 happened, I got to tell you, I've never seen somebody more enthusiastic about getting back in there and turning this country around. So try though they might to stop him. He will never get up, give up. He will continue to push forward. And I think that this will only help him in his pursuit of the White House. And I believe he'll be our 47th president. It will be very interesting to watch and see whether or not America has had enough. I mean, we watch this man be impeached twice over a Russia collusion that was a fantasy created by Hillary Clinton, who paid for the fantasy, the steel dossier that she deducted as a legal expense to Perkins Coy. She put Americans at each other's throats, families against families and Republicans against Democrats. She created a division in this country to try to win that presidential election she's skating free today and the truth is they indicted him they 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 impeached him for ukraine and now we know ukraine is one of the most corrupt countries in the world and you know what amazes me laura trump you know jill biden goes to the ukraine nancy pelosi goes to the ukraine uh, I believe Kamala went to Ukraine. Randy Weingarten, the United Federations of Teachers, goes to Ukraine. Now, why are these people going there? You know what Randy Weingarten's answer was? She said, I'm comparing the education system in America to Ukraine. Are you kidding me? There is Everybody's wow. bombed out. Who's going to school in Ukraine? I want to know where that money's going to. I want to know where all the billions of dollars that we're sending, where that money is ending up. But you know what? You get somebody in like Donald Trump who's not beholden to any of these people, and they got to take him out. They have no choice. They have to take him out. And this is their strongest case. And I'll have at it because it is insufficient legally, politically, and every other way. And in terms of America, it is, we've turned the corner, Laura Trump. We've turned the corner. We did. We did. It's a sad, it's a sad, sad day. But listen, I, I think most people look at this and they say if they could do this to one of the most powerful people on the planet, what could they do to me? What about if they disagree with what I have to say, what I think, what I post online? We know how it started. 
this is the next step. And people are awake now and they've seen it. And I think they're going to be done with it. And I think they've completely misjudged this entire situation. Um, I think they've stirred up a hornet's nest and they really don't know, I think, what's about to come. I think they, they really encourage people to take a strong look at Donald Trump, not as, as you know, a politician, but as a man who really has put himself out there, exposed all of them, shown us the truth and is willing to fight for us. You know, Laura, one of the things that I find so fascinating is that, you know, the man, the only man that our enemies feared is being eaten alive by small people, the the, the left, the Democrats, the, the woke people in this country. The only man that our enemies feared. You know, when Obama was president, Russia took Crimea. When Biden was president, Russia attacked Ukraine. When Donald Trump was president, nobody dared take anybody over because Donald Trump was on it. They feared him and they respected him. And the truth is, now our enemies, we've got Russia aligning with China. And nobody, look, nobody fears Joe Biden. And this guy is trying to, you know, bulk himself up for the 2024 election. The man can't put a sentence together. And, you know, he, he made, what, $20 million when he wasn't in office giving speeches? He can't put a sentence together. I, I just find it amazing that no one wants to look at a pay-to-play like Peter Schweitzer talks about in all of his books. You know, Hunter Biden and all of the money from the Chinese Communist Party and the, and the energy company. Why does Joe Biden allow a Chinese spy craft to go over the intercontinental ballistic missile sites? What do you think Donald Trump would have done in that situation? Oh, well, first of all, I don't <laughs> even think they would have tried that with Donald Trump, right? But what you're saying, the juxtaposition between what they're trying to say that Donald Trump did, right, which we all know has no legal bearing whatsoever, versus the obvious, very obvious criminal doings of the Biden family. And it's not just that, that they committed crimes that we know about based on Hunter Biden's laptop. It's that what they've done jeopardizes national security. It jeopardizes our entire country. But maybe that's the whole point, Judge. We know that these are people who are globalists. These are people who want to tear down America because they hate it. They want to rebuild it in their globalist image. They want open borders. They want a free flow of people and everything. They don't want America to be the superpower of the world anymore. Well, how do you do that? This is a great path to get us there. And maybe that's been the end goal all along. Joe Biden, an obvious choice because he'll do anything they say. He'll read anything Mm -hmm. on a teleprompter as badly as he ultimately does it. Uh, but but that is the real thing that I think people see. It's so glaringly obvious, and it has to be purposeful. It has to be a plan. Well, look, of course it's purposeful, Laura Trump, because when you look at the open borders, you know, southern and now northern, um, you know, it's it's petrifying. And I, I call him Joe Fentanyl now because the word fentanyl never came off his lips for about a year and a half. And then he says, oh, I'm increasing the penalties for fentanyl. You fool. You're increasing the penalties for fentanyl. As soon as you arrest these people, you let them out. They're, they don't even stick around. 
And we're creating all of these arteries within the country where the, the drug cartels are making billions of dollars and killing Americans, American children. Joe Biden laughs when the woman, remember the woman who lost two sons? And he says, uh, well, that wasn't, yeah, that was a prior administration. And then, you know, with the with these children uh, who were shot by the trans person at a Christian school, you know, he starts his speech. Yeah, I heard there's ice cream here and I'm I'm Jill's husband and uh, I'm only kidding. I have ice cream upstairs. And oh, by the way, there was a shooting today. The man is so inappropriate, Lord Trump. How can people support him? It must be that everybody recognizes that this guy is incapable of running the country. I, I, maybe I maybe I'm wrong. I just can't believe it. Well, most in his party do not want him to seek re-election. I think we know that to be true. And I would still argue that the the majority of people in America did not vote for Joe Biden. 81 million? Really? <laughs> wow. Um, in the 2020 election. But that said, I mean, you're right. It, it, I, it would be embarrassing if it wasn't so heartbreaking and so awful. And imagine what would have happened if Donald Trump had done one of those things. You mm-hmm. just you just talked mm-hmm. about while he was president, yet Joe Biden gets a pass. Man, do they support him in the mainstream media? They prop him up. We know that 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 happened the entirety of the campaign in 2020. Um, but I think most people don't believe Joe Biden is actually going to run again for the White House. All I can say is, is I hear it all the time from people that they're they're praying for my father-in-law and our family. Yeah. I want to say sincerely thank you. From the bottom of all of our hearts, it means the world to us. We feel it. We need it because we all know that this is not just about Republican versus Democrat. It's good versus evil. We are in a spiritual battle right now in our country, in our world. Keep the prayers coming. Pray for this country. And and thank you. Thank you, Judge, for, for all that you do, for the fight that you put forward. Uh, because we need everybody right now. Oh, all right. Laura Trump, thank you so much for joining us on the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. All right, everyone. Uh, a great person there. Uh, strong, strong fighter. She is not going away. I, In my mind, uh, she's going to be up there running for something at some point. And up next on the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show, I will gavel out with my closing argument. It's all coming up here on the Red Apple Audio Network. This is the Judge Janine Show on 77 WABC.